0: Rogers and I am not quite a super mom welcome to season two of the not quite super moms podcast I'm so glad you're listening today Uh, today we're gonna talk about the secret of the Proverbs 31 mom you know my whole life I heard her called the Proverbs 31 woman but since this is a mom's podcast i definitely wanted to bring out the fact that she's a mom too because we all know that being a mom gives us a whole other full-time job even if we already have a full-time job even if we're just you know keeping our houses that gives us really two full-time jobs and uh so i kind of wanted to talk about her today i feel like god gave me um just a thought about her secret and um, so it was really just, uh, well, I'll tell you the story later. But anyway, you know, um, my whole life, she was pretty much the standard. You know, when I was a kid, when I was a teenager, it was like, when I grow up, I'm gonna be the Proverbs 31 wife, and I'm gonna be the Proverbs 31 mom, and I am going to be that. that. That is the standard, that's you know totally attainable, at least in my teenage mind, I thought she was attainable. Um, now that I'm a mom and a wife, and a host of other things, other hats that I wear, um, I have found that she, it's almost like she is this unattainable standard y'all get me like she's just not it's impossible there's no way Um, and it's easy to feel insecure when I read that chapter of the Bible in fact I I like to skip it uh, or just read it zoned out because I don't want to engage in the fact that I most days feel nothing like her (laughs) Um, hopefully I'm not the only one but anyway um it's just easy to compare she is intimidating and uh she's really not just the jack of all trades she is the jack of all trades when it comes to being a wife being a mom being a woman of God she's just she does everything and not just everything she does it perfectly and that makes me feel insecure. (laughs) I don't know about you, but hopefully you are with me on that. Um, when I was doing some research about the chapter, I found uh, some articles, you know, basically, uh, we're not the only ones who compare ourselves to her. And I found one article that mentioned that technically, and this is true, technically, it's written to men, it's not actually written to women. Um, Jesus didn't go around saying to the women that followed him, you're not a Proverbs 31 woman. <laughs> you know, he didn't he didn't um, point that out or even put that out as the standard of the women that followed him. Um, to be a follower of Jesus, you don't necessarily have to look like that. But still, I think there are some things we can learn from her. Even though it's written to men, I think, if anything, that means that we shouldn't take it so personally. Does that make sense? Like we shouldn't be so insecure, or feel like we have to live up to that standard. Um, In fact, some articles I read said that she scholars think that maybe she wasn't just one person. She was a conglomerate of many women, uh, different attributes and traits of many virtuous women put together into one chapter. And, um, you know, I think the thing to remember when we start to look at the Proverbs 31 woman is to remember that, um, you know, Jesus is our role model. And we don't have to live up to her perfection. He is the one that we are trying to be like. And I realize that he wasn't necessarily a mom, but he's part of the Trinity. And God the Father you know he knew the father's heart he had a father's heart for us and so i feel like he is the example the mo- the model that we need to be following um you know um in the chapter i feel like there's this key there's this secret to how we can be you know how we can be like her um i i know that We can't be perfect, and we are never going to be the jack of all trades like she was. But, um, you know, there is a secret in here that, that applies to us in our lives. And it hit me yesterday because I was watching my daughter play in the backyard. And my son is at camp, at Bible camp this week. And so it's just been a girls' week for us. And my daughter Riley was just dressed up in a cape and she was dancing around. In fact, for those of you, I mean, you're moms, so you know that she was um, dressed up like Owlette from PJ Masks. And she was, she had the whole thing on. Um, she had the owl mask on, she had the cape on, and she's been wearing it pretty much all week and she was dancing around the backyard and it just hit me like a ton of bricks that that girl is so carefree. She was dancing around without a care in the world. She didn't care who was watching her. She was just singing her own song and dancing and um, twirling and the cape was flying around and I was just so inspired by the fact that she didn't care, she wasn't stressed, she wasn't worried about anything. And the verse that came to my heart immediately was, she laughs without fear of the future. And I thought, God, I want to be raising a Proverbs 31 daughter, you know? And then I was like, but I am so not a Proverbs 31 mom. And I thought, how can I even, how can I even raise a Proverbs 31 daughter if I'm not modeling that for her? And, I, and I, it immediately got me to comparing and, and kind of this well of insecurity kind of rose up in my heart. Like, God, I just can't meet this level of perfection. And he immediately spoke to my heart and he said, but see, the Proverbs 31 woman, again, whether she was an actual woman or not, she knew who she was. And that's the secret. The only way we can relax and laugh without fear of the future is to know who our Father is and to know Him, to rest in knowing that our good is His design. Our future is, is in His hands and He has a plan, a beautiful, glorious p- plan for us. And you know, Riley, she doesn't worry she doesn't worry if she's going to eat the next meal. She doesn't worry if, if um, you know, she's going to have enough money. She doesn't worry about those things. Her, her stress level is so low. The thing she gets stressed about is if her brother is taking her toy or, or teasing her or whatever, she has no stress. She has only... This carefree life of knowing that her her mom and dad love her she knows where she belongs she knows who she is and she has no insecurities she's not worried about that and I just felt like sometimes we um, we compare ourselves maybe not to the Proverbs 31 woman but you know that you have this friend on Facebook or on Instagram And when you see her pictures you immediately feel less you know what I'm talking about like there's just this woman or this mom or this friend who just seems to have it all together she seems to be the one that's you know got a spotless gorgeous house decorated to the hilt it's just she's working out she's got kids who never disobey who never talk back who are never called into the principal's office I mean really and and so you know everything just looks like rose-colored glasses when you see her her posts it's just perfect and I think that's That's who the Proverbs 31 woman is in the Bible. Obviously, there was not Instagram. But if there was, this woman is the one with all the followers and who has it all together. You know, but the thing is, um, this woman, she isn't comparing herself. She isn't. If you look through the verses, there's not a single line where she's looking around at the woman around her. She is running her own race. And she hasn't forgotten the role that God gave her. You know, sometimes we feel so bogged down in being a mom that we feel like it's not worth anything. There's no there's no appreciation or whatever. But she isn't focused on that. She's focused on doing the, the job that God put in front of her. She's a wife. She's a helpmeet to her husband. She's building him up. She's remembering that God gave her this family and this this husband and this life and she is putting her heart into it. She's she's a servant to her household and and let me just stop right there because sometimes, you know, as moms, I think one of the biggest lies that the enemy has used in my life is to say you know nobody appreciates you and you're doing this all by yourself nobody else cares if the laundry is done and all this and it's I don't even want to go there because it's just such a bowl of lies but the truth is she's not a slave she is not a slave to her household, she's a servant. And there's a different mentality that comes when we say, you know, I want to be like Jesus to my family. I want to be like Jesus to my husband. I want to be like Jesus to my kids. And that puts us in that servant mindset, not a not a slave mindset, but a servant's heart. Um, and that's what she's doing. She's gathering things. She's making their clothes. And I know, you know, this generation we don't sew very much. I mean, I know there's some amazing women out there that still sew. Um, and I have tried. I have. My mother knows. I have tried. I want to sew in my heart. I want to know how to make cute little dresses for my daughter. But let's just face it. I I have to buy her stuff online because I just can't sew. Anyway. Um, but she, even even as a homemaker, this, this woman, she has not forgotten her role and that God gave that to her and that she can model Jesus as a servant in her household. It's a full-time job, more than one full-time job. If you read through, this woman is working round the clock and it's inspiring because I need my sleep, but goodness, she is just putting her whole heart into it. And again, this may not be one woman it may be more than one woman but whatever is that god has given you to do you can put your whole heart into it as a servant serving your family serving your husband serving your children again we're still teaching them we're still modeling um jesus to them but we're looking for ways to show them who he is in our lives and um and again, she's laughing without fear of the future. She is not living in worry or stress or the mindset that maybe there won't be enough for tomorrow. She is just living knowing that her father, her heavenly father, has it all taken care of. And she's just fulfilling her role here. Um, she overflows with wisdom. Um, and, I, you know, that line stood out to me, too, because... The only way that she can overflow with wisdom is by spending time in God's word and knowing who he is and letting his word soak into her heart so that when she's in situations where she has an opportunity to share or to give advice or to lead her family, lead her children, she is just overflowing with wisdom. And again, it doesn't, outwardly say in this chapter that she knows who her father is but it the secrets are there all in between the lines it's it's there and um and then i love the next line too that she um gives instructions with kindness and as moms i think that is the that is the crux of what being a mom is you know just sharing instruction giving instruction to our children because we have to i mean we can't just you know be in this bubble and think that they're eventually gonna get it you know by watching us or by going to church or or christian school or homeschooling or whatever it might be we can't just assume they're gonna get it we have to give them instruction and you know what i mean i mean there's the day-to-day you know make your bed brush your teeth don't fight with your brother or don't. Don't beat up your sister and refereeing fights. I mean, can I get an amen on that? Because summer break has just been about refereeing fights. And if there's one thing that I have enjoyed um, with just my son being at camp and my daughter being here, it's that um, I haven't had to referee fights. But anyway, there's a difference between, you know, giving instruction and giving instruction with kindness and i think um you know that's something that we can learn from her is just to stop and say how can i be kind in the way i'm giving this instruction because you know somebody said our children will always remember you know how we made them feel and and i think that there's so many times that our own insecurities pop up and make us want to correct out of shame you know, or, um, pressure, you know, sometimes we're in a public place and our child is misbehaving or throwing a fit and we just really want to make it stop. (laughs) And so whatever we have to do, whatever our voice has to sound like, whatever our face looks like, it doesn't matter because this has to stop right now, where we're at right now. And, um, and you know, I, I get it, I've been there too, and multiple times. And it's just like, you know, giving instruction with kindness just is a whole different way of approaching being a mom, you know, and leading our children. Um, we can be virtuous and capable, like the, like the chapter says at the end. It says, there are many virtuous and capable women Um, But the virtuous, this Proverbs 31 woman surpasses them all. And um, that spoke to my heart too because, you know, we can be great moms but not really know who our father is and not really know who we are in him, our identity as his daughter and how loved we are in him. And, um, and once we know that, once we embrace the fact that we are loved as a daughter, that is going to equip us and take us to the next level in our mothering, in being a wife, in being a daughter, in being a friend, in being a child of God. Knowing who we are takes us to that next level and equips us to be better in every area of our lives and you know you're doing a great job whatever it is you're doing you're already there you're already doing a great job but you you can know him deeper I wanted to read to you from Isaiah because this this passage is so personal to me and um, and this passage to me speaks my identity in fact I, I took I write in my Bible and I actually put my own name in there because it was it's so personal to me, but I want to share it with you and I want you to put your own name um, in this spot. Isaiah 43, starting um, at the second half of verse one, it says, "Do not be afraid, for I have ransomed you, Becky. I have called you by name. You are mine. When you go through deep waters, I will be with you. When you go through rivers of difficulty, you will not drown. When you walk through the fire of oppression, you will not be burned up. The flames will not consume you. For I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. I gave Egypt as a ransom for your freedom. I gave Ethiopia and Saba in your place others were given in exchange for you i traded their lives for yours because you are precious to me you are honored and i love you becky do not be afraid for i am with you i will gather you and your children riley and asher from east and west i will say to the north and south bring my sons and daughters back to israel from the distant corners of the earth for bring all who claim me as their God for I have made them for my glory it was I who created them and I just when I read that passage from Isaiah it just resonates with me that I have nothing to worry about I can laugh without fear of the future because I know who my father is and So I encourage you today, don't compare yourself to the mom on Facebook or Instagram, the woman in your life that just seems to have it all together. Don't compare. Follow Jesus. Know him. Be like him. And before long, you're going to laugh without fear of the future as well. So I hope that encouraged you today. Um, I'm so glad you're tuning in to season two. I, my plan for season two is to have a podcast come out the first and the third week of every month. Um, and it, it may be something in between, maybe short little recaps or whatever. But in the meantime, follow the blog. It's SuperMoms.com. You can find me on Facebook, also called Not Quite Supermoms. There's a page there. I share things on a regular basis. Instagram. Uh, the tag is notquite supermoms, as well as Pinterest. You can find me on Pinterest. I am not great yet at posting things on Pinterest, but I try to catch up in big spurts. So um, watch the Pinterest board as well. Share this blog or this podcast, comment, uh, contact me at notquitesupermoms at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you. I'd love your thoughts or questions or or just share what God is doing in your life, I'd love to hear it. Um, a sneak peek at our next podcast coming out in July. Uh, we have a special guest who's going to be sharing um, the idea of minimalism. I have I have heard about it in the past, kind of like a trendy topic or whatever, and I was pretty much against it. I really love to shop. One of my favorite things to do with my mom is to go shopping, and so minimalism seemed to me like the antithesis of what I love to do. Um, I'll just be honest. But um, I've started to learn more about it and hear it a lot lately, and God was just putting it on my heart to um, just try it. And just to start to walk this journey, and I have a friend who's going to be a special guest on our next podcast, and she's going to be sharing her journey of minimalism and how it's affected her, her children, her family, and her life. And I think you're going to love it. So be watching for posts, and and blogs, and podcast, uh, you know, promos because we'll be coming back in the end of July with a um a new episode about minimalism thanks for listening i hope you have an awesome day we're praying for you thinking about you and hoping that god is using this podcast to be a blessing to you thanks guys we'll see you later